the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Here are the top stories of the week that went by. Bengaluru Local News. Karnataka CM Siddaramaiah urged political leaders not to oppose the caste survey report without understanding its contents. Addressing concerns raised by dominant caste groups at a meeting in Bengaluru, he dismissed assumptions and misinformation. Siddaramaiah refuted H.D. Kumaraswamy's fears of societal division, citing Bihar's similar survey. H. Kantaraju, who is overseeing the survey, defended its scientific approach, emphasizing the need to review before passing judgment amid disagreements within the Karnataka Congress. In other headlines, the Karnataka cabinet criticized the former BJP government's authorization to the CBI to probe DK Shivkumar's assets case, deeming it unlawful due to the absence of the speaker's permission. While Law Minister H.K. Patil refrained from stating a clear intent to revoke the CBI sanction, he mentioned that an administrative order addressing the issue would be released in the next few days. In some more news, the CWRC recommended Karnataka to release 3,216 cusecks of Kaveri water to Tamil Nadu daily for the next 38 days, aligning with tribunal awards. The decision to be ratified by CWME soon demands Karnataka to release 10.5 TMC feet contending challenges due to a 52% shortfall in its reservoirs. Karnataka cited normal rainfall in Tamil Nadu and crop harvesting timelines to justify its stance against additional water release. Up next, Bengaluru is set for power disruptions this weekend due to maintenance projects by Bescom and KPTCL. With lighter grid loads as staff take weekend leaves, scheduled outages will include various tasks like maintenance and cable shifting. Most interruptions are planned from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the 25th and 26th of November, affecting specific areas like Maro Halli and Bomana Halli, among others. The complete list of affected areas is available on Bescom's official website. Now on to other news, Akasha Air has announced daily flights from Bengaluru to Port Blair via Chennai starting from December 15th, enhancing connectivity between major cities and the tourist hub. Flight QP1485 will depart from Bengaluru at 6am, reach Chennai at 7.05am and land in Port Blair at 9.55am. The return flight QP1486 leaves Port Blair at 10.35am, arrives in Chennai at 1pm and reaches Bengaluru at 2.50pm. Moving on, KSRTC has garnered accolades at several national media awards receiving recognition for Best Communication Campaign and Best PR Implementation in the 7th National Media Conclave Awards at Bhubaneswar, which was held recently. Additionally, at the 10th Global Marketing Excellence Awards in Mumbai, it secured the Best New Brand Product or Service Launch Award for branding the Ambari Utsav, Palaki and EV Power Plus buses. Meanwhile, the cancellation of the Bengaluru-Hubbali-Bengaluru Superfast Express has deprived Hubbali of its sole dedicated night train to the state capital. With only trains originating elsewhere but passing through Hubbali, obtaining reservations for locals becomes challenging. The now-cancelled train was preferred for its convenience and punctuality, serving hundreds from the Twin Cities who found it easier to secure reservations compared to other night trains. On a different note, the Green Literature Festival, centred on sustainability and environmental conservation, will take place this weekend, featuring diverse sessions with wildlife authors, activists, filmmakers and children's authors. With a focus on green business and holistic nature conservation, the event includes workshops by the Habitats Trust and WWF. 
discussions on smaller species conservation and sessions by notable authors like Amrita Patil. The festival will culminate in the 2023 GLF Honor Book Award across various categories. National News Moving on to the national news, the Indian Army and Jammu and Kashmir Police honored five soldiers killed in a Rajouri district encounter. Two captains, Captain M.V. Pranjal and Captain Shuvam Gupta, along with three others, died in a 36-hour-long gunfight with terrorists in Bajimal, Dharamsala. A wreath-laying ceremony at Army General Hospital, Rajouri, paid tribute to the martyred soldiers. Their mortal remains were sent to their respective native places for final rites. Meanwhile, BJP's Sushil Kumar Modi criticised Congress, RJD and JDU for Bihar's underdevelopment, citing their prolonged rule in the state. He dismissed calls to include reservation laws in the ninth schedule, referring to the Supreme Court's stance on the challengeability. Modi cited the landmark Coelho v. State of Tamil Nadu case, upholding the judiciary's authority to review laws conflicting with the Constitution's basic structure. In more news, Rajasthan's Mangar Dham village in Banswara district echoes urgent needs for basic infrastructure like roads, electricity and water. The village was acknowledged as a national monument by PM Narendra Modi last year during the Mangar Dham Ki Gaurav Gata program. Its historical significance is tied to the tragic 1913 massacre of Bheel tribes, reminiscent of the Jallian Wallabagh incident. This recognition is likely to influence votes after Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot criticised the delayed recognition. Shifting our focus, the Indian Coast Guard initiated the two-day national-level pollution response exercise recently at Vadinar in Gujarat's Gulf of Kutch, scheduled to conclude this weekend. The exercise, aligning with the National Oil Spill Disaster Contingency Plan, aims to evaluate marine pollution, response mechanisms and the preparedness of resource agencies. Director General Rakesh Pal and senior officers are overseeing the exercise alongside other stakeholders responsible for combating pollution at sea. In a general weather update for the country, the IMD has forecasted rainfall across Maharashtra from November 26 to 28, expecting to alleviate air pollution in Mumbai. Issuing a yellow alert for large coastal areas, the IMD predicts rainfall in Madhya Pradesh, Gujarat and South Rajasthan. Thunderstorms with lightning and gusty winds are likely in various districts. This unseasonal rain is attributed to a low-pressure system in the Bay of Bengal. International news. Turning our attention to international news, a Qatar court accepted the Narendra Modi government's appeal against the death sentence of eight ex-Indian Navy personnel, postponing a specific hearing timeline. The move follows the death penalty awarded by Qatar's court of first instance a month ago. The Indian Ministry of External Affairs expressed shock and vowed to explore all legal avenues. In ongoing news, North Korean's Kim Jong-un defended the recent spy satellite launch as self-defense, asserting the country's capability to strike globally. The move violated UN resolutions. Kim praised space scientists, emphasizing the launch's importance in confronting hostile forces. State media images depicted Kim's family celebrating, emphasizing the satellite's military potential. This was North Korea's third satellite attempt this year. In a recent development, Paris Mayor Anne Hidalgo admitted unpreparedness for the Olympics 2024, citing transportation and housing concerns, especially for the homeless. Criticizing Paris Region President Valérie Pécresse, Hidalgo pointed to insufficient trains and frequencies. She shared responsibility with the government but stressed unity. Pécresse asserted readiness, countering Hidalgo's claims. Hidalgo emphasized the need for a social legacy aiming to address homeless issues before the event. In some other news, Somalia faces a dual crisis as families once displaced by drought and violence now grapple with overwhelming flooding due to El Nino-induced heavy rainfall. 
At least 96 people have died with Beladwain among the hardest hit areas. Thousands fled the rising Shabelle River, losing homes and belongings. Displaced citizens continue to seek shelter after being battered by successive calamities in their quest for safety. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. The PhD Chamber of Commerce and Industries research report revealed India's exports as remarkably resilient among the top 20 global exporters. Exports surged by 20% in 2021 and 9.7% in 2022. President Sanjeev Agarwal attributed this success to government policies and exporters' integration efforts in global value chains. The new foreign trade policy 2023 aims to fortify India's global competitiveness and self-reliance. In more business news, Bengaluru-based RMC Corporation led by Raj and Manoj Menda unveiled an ambitious plan targeting USD 25 billion in assets over 5 years. The company will emphasize office, luxury, residential, mixed-use, industrial, logistics and hospitality sectors. RMC has restructured its operations, appointing CEOs for each vertical. The focus includes strategic growth in six cities and diversification into real estate asset classes worldwide, aiming for significant real estate development and high-quality portfolios. Next up in some tech news, Instagram initially introduced the download capability for Reels in the US earlier this year, now extending it globally. With this update, downloaded Reels from public profiles can be stored directly in the camera roll and shared on various platforms. Adam Mosseri confirmed this feature, noting that downloaded Reels will bear the creator's Instagram handle as a watermark. Users may still need to wait for the update's full rollout. Moving on, GoFirst lenders are set to vote on liquidating the insolvent airline after a bid deadline closure without any interested buyers. The proposal for liquidation will be reviewed and voted upon by individual lenders within the next 10 to 15 days, signaling little interest from potential buyers and leading the creditors to consider liquidation over restarting the insolvency process. The committee of creditors convened to determine the airline's future. In market news, the Sensex fell by 47.77 points or 0.07%, settling at 65,970.04. Similarly, the Nifty fell 7.30 points or 0.04%, reaching 19,794.70. Market sentiment leaned towards decliners, with 1,721 shares advancing, 1,849 shares declining, and 114 shares remaining unchanged. Gold prices slightly increased and were heading for their second consecutive week of gains. aided by a decline in the US dollar. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. The CBFC has awarded the film Animal starring Ranbir Kapoor, Anil Kapoor, Bobby Deol and Rashmika Mandanna an A adult certificate and disclosed its runtime of 3 hours 21 minutes and 23 seconds. Director Sandeep Reddy Wanga unveiled this information a week before the film's release along with the much anticipated trailer. The film noted for its violence received varied reactions with fans expressing eagerness for the intensity. In news from Hollywood, actor Jenna Ortega faced backlash after resurfaced tweets supporting Palestine sparked a social media uproar. Fans demanded her removal from Scream 7 mirroring Melissa Barrera's recent axing for similar reasons. Despite controversies and pleas for solidarity, Ortega's influence hit set potential division among fans regarding her role in the franchise. The situation remains contentious with contrasting opinions over Ortega's tweets and her possible removal from the movie. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, the anticipation for Parashuram Petla's film Family Star, starring Vijay Devarakonda and Ronal Thakur, surged after the trailer release, earning praise for its challenging dialogue against toxic masculinity. Scheduled for a Shankranti release, the movie unfortunately faces a delay due to unfinished shooting and pending post-production work. 
Fans await the new release date after the postponement, which was previously set for January 14, 2024. Spooler Sports. In sports news, Josh Inglis's explosive 110 of 50 balls propelled Australia to 208 for three against India in the recent T20I match. Steve Smith's brisk start was curtailed, but Inglis dominated. equaling the fastest Australian T20I century in 47 balls. In response, India's shaky start recovered with Surya Kumar Yadav's 80 of 42 and Ishan Kishan's 58 of 39 amassing 112 runs. Rinku Singh's final ball 6 sealed India's thrilling one-run victory, setting a new T20I record chase. In more sports updates, Inter Milan and Juventus top contenders in Serie A face off this weekend in a clash while Walter Mazzari embarks on his second stint with Napoli with Inter leading the league and Juventus trailing closely the fixture promises intense football Inter faces a taxing schedule whereas Juventus free from European fixtures seeks to challenge Napoli struggling under Mazzari faces Atalanta aiming to revive their faltering title defense Wrapping up sports news, Novak Djokovic clinched his 21st consecutive Davis Cup singles win, propelling Serbia to the semi-finals and setting a record as Serbia's most successful Davis Cup player. Djokovic's triumph over Cameron Norrie secured Serbia's 2-0 victory against Great Britain. He's now facing Italy's Yannick Sinner in the semi-finals, optimistic despite the demanding season. Djokovic's stellar form caps a season marked by multiple Grand Slam titles. Bengaluru Buzz Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for a musical evening as Westlife, the sensational Irish cover boy band known for chart stoppers, Swear It Again and World of Our Own, is set to perform live in concert at the Embassy International Riding School, Taranhunse Village, on the 25th of November at 6 p.m. Catch renowned comic Arun Shriram as he headlines his latest stand-up special, What's in a Name, performing live at Art Coach JP Nagar on the 25th of November at 6 p.m. The Indian Cacao and Craft Chocolate Festival is back, dedicated entirely to the enchantment of Indian craft chocolates. Indulging workshops by renowned brands like Anutama, Pascati, Bon Fiction and Farm, and more, happening at the Bangalore International Centre, Domlur, on the 25th and 26th of November at 10 a.m. Join a beginners dance class with the exclusive contemporary dance and composition workshop conducted by ace choreographers at the Shunya Mari Lal Bagh Main Road on the 25th and 26th of November at 11 a.m. You can also catch the insanely funny Bishwakalyan Rath in his latest outing performing live at the Nexus Shantiniketan Mall KR Puram on the 25th of November at 5:30 p.m. podcast to listen to over the weekend if entertainment is your thing catch the latest episode of the flip the script with shubhra podcast where host shubhra talks to popular filmmaker anurag kashyap about his film career his childhood his aspirations and so much more catch the latest episodes of the studio 1886 podcast and get an insider look with host sukoon at all the great things happening inside the bgsw campuses You can also check out the latest episodes of Meri Dunya with Veera as she travels around the country, exploring new places, experiencing different cultures and quite literally taking listeners on a soulful ride. Bengaluru weather. And finally the weather in Bengaluru, Bengaluru can expect afternoon thunderstorms accompanied by rain and lightning. Precipitation will be minimal. Anticipate a moderately warm maximum temperature of 26 degrees Celsius and a pleasant minimum of 19 degrees Celsius. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player 
and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast Skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast.